Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. June 23rd, 1972, the world of women's sports changed forever. Now, 50 years after Title IX became law, we're celebrating with a podcast dedicated to women's stories, where we'll examine and amplify women who changed the face of sports as we know it today. Listen and subscribe to Starting Nine Up, a Title IX podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Celebrate the 50th anniversary of Title IX with nine stories about girls and women's sports with a Columbus connection. Welcome. Here we go. It's that time again. Matt Connerton Unleashed. And we are live from the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in glorious downtown Manchester, New Hampshire. Also on Comcast 97 if you're in Manchester. And hello to all of our online listeners across the nation and around the globe. You can go to my website, mattconnerton.com, for all of your live streaming options, social media links, contact info, show archives, etc., etc. Today is Wednesday, January 5. 2022 and I am not alone. Ah, surprise. Here I am. Jenny is here. Yeah, two days out of a treatment. Look at me. Yes. Awesome. That's because I have great doctors. Yes, absolutely. I'm lucky. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> All right. But boy, what a day. To yeah, come we'll, out in. We'll, we'll we'll talk about what uh, yeah people in other parts of the country. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. People in other parts of the country online might not realize uh, what happened here today uh, in, uh, in, in in New Hampshire. It was uh, we had a weather event that was uh, quite unique, and I hope does not happen ever again uh, in the near future. Jeez, it's the end time. That was that was crazy stuff. But uh, Basta! Yeah. we'll uh, we'll talk about that. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Uh, of course, uh, if you'd like to join us today, 603-250-6007 is the number to call. 603-250-6007. You can also text me at 617-917-4476. Tweet me at Matt Connerton or send an email to matt at mattconnerton.com. And of course, you are welcome to interact and opine in the Facebook live chat. But the best thing to do so that we can hear and enjoy your dulcet tones is give us a call at 603 603- 2506007. I want to remind you, of course, we are proudly sponsored by the Hop Knot in the Brady Sullivan, right across the street at 1000 Elm Street. They have delicious gourmet pretzels. They have craft beer. They have wine. They have trivia night every Thursday night, hosted by the great Bill Cini, who, of course, also does trivia on the morning show. Uh, yes, yes, yes. I can see the open sign from here. Yes. 
That's cool. We can wave, but they won't see it because yeah. it's, we're on a delay. Yeah, they'll look up too late. That's right. But uh, we I do- went to Bunny's today. Oh, that's another place we love. They're not a sponsor, but we do love Bunnies. They're very supportive of the show and of WMNH. They always are. They're awesome. Yeah. I didn't realize how many um, protein bars they had. Oh, do they have a lot? Yeah. Oh. Actually had some serious choices. Yes. I never noticed the uh, protein bars. If you, you have to go away from the other stuff. Mm, you have but, to like well. go into the healthier aisle with the nuts and stuff. Oh, okay. I never uh, I never noticed that. Yeah, they actually, they really do. I got a, a Quest bar I'd actually had not seen before. Oh. And it was nummy. Well, very good. Yeah. Well, yeah, we love, uh, we love bunnies. Chris is a great guy. Uh, I also hear great things about Tammy. I don't think I've ever met Tammy, but I, I think she's there uh, in the mornings. But um, yeah, we love uh, we love bunnies. Absolutely, we do. absolutely. Um, by the way, uh, <laughs> you know, there's there's this. Um, I, I told management I won't mention his name, but I, 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 you know, for for anyone who kind of figured out what what the uh, situation is was. Um, with that person, um, I'm getting text messages from that individual, which oh. I'm beginning to think that uh, he's so obtuse about some things that he doesn't necessarily comprehend what is the problem with what he did. Wow. Um, wow. That's, that's, that's uh, the word I want to use. I can't say that that's pretty bad. Well, I'm sorry. You don't deserve that. You deserve much better. Well, I I do. I don't I I'm I I've kind of wondered about this though. Does he just not get it? Um which will uh Well, for somebody who likes to call other people a moron all the time, well, that would be quite interesting, now wouldn't it? If he just doesn't get it, uh because I look, I I don't believe that he would ever intentionally try to hurt me. Really? No, he wouldn't not intentionally try to hurt me, but but I but still, even if you do something unintentionally to hurt someone, you know, you have to uh, at least take some responsibility and own up for it. And, okay, so uh, like if you park your car, you take your buddy's car and you park it and you don't put the brake on correctly and their car gets damaged, that's accidentally hurting you. Right. Well, that's what intentionally I, going out of your way to say to do something. Well, extraordinarily harmful yeah. is an entirely different level of evil and just well I yeah I'm just I'm saying I'm open to the possibility that he just doesn't get it and therefore I'm open to the possibility well let me put it this way if he at some point issues to me the apology that I am owed uh it will make it much easier for me to accept that apology if it's uh you know if he is sincere but if if it also becomes clear to me that he just doesn't get what is wrong with what he did um and i'm beginning to think he literally just doesn't get it but uh anyway but we'll leave that alone i i i we're not gonna because i already told me i have quite a few choice words that i'm refraining from saying but i have um little to no trust left and i'm absolutely yeah disgusted and brokenhearted well i uh i've already told you know i i told management of course we will not say this person's name ever again when he's not here so that uh so that there's it's not going to be here never uh never another issue but uh we have a call hi welcome to matt connerton unleashed who's this hi matt hi jenny um hey ron now you got me going. It's like, wow! I wonder what I wonder what uh, took place that I can't figure out. 
I must have not listened to the show that day or however or whatever. So, uh, yeah, if if you could give any more clues, I don't mean clues, but, you know, any more of the story without getting over-involved, that'd be be interesting to hear. Well, what I can tell you is, you know, somebody somebody got bent out of shape about something that was happening on the show, um, and then instead of, uh, on on my show, and then instead of uh, addressing it with me, apparently they decided to... Uh, address it with uh, with management here. Uh, so then, really? so then I have to, uh, you know, so then I have to respond to that. And that, to me, is I just uh, I consider that a betrayal. If 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 you have if you have a problem with something on the show, you got to come to me about it. Um, but but to right. go but, yeah, but right. to go I, uh... to go and complain to the big boss uh, first uh, that puts me in a bad position. And, uh, and I, I just consider that, I consider that a betrayal. That's like, that's, that's what the, uh, a certain individual in Nashua, you know, that's why we don't talk about them anymore because they tried to do that too, you know? And, um, but, but I also, I, I, I will say, I'll give him this much. I think it is, I, I think he's genuinely obtuse enough about things like this to not get it, to not understand why I'm angry with him. I think he doesn't get it. I don't believe he would well, ever I hope he intentionally hurt. Calls in and and apologize on the ear so all the listeners can catch on. Um, well, I hope so too. Uh, you know, I hope so too because it's someone I've always considered a very uh, close friend, um, and he does have episodes where he gets angry about things that happen on the air, and then he always apologizes later. Sorry, it, you know, I, I I I shouldn't have gotten upset about it, but. Uh, this is the first time where this particular individual has decided yeah, right. to go this to. Went, he went, you know. Decided to uh, go and. You, you keep you keep it within the circle. You don't go outside of the circle if you got something to say. You. Yeah. You know, you talk to you address the person. Should have should have addressed it with me, and uh, chose right, and, yeah. and chose well, uh, chose not to. So so that's why we don't say that person's name anymore on the air. You know, if if uh, if if it's going to lead to some sort of problem. Where I'm getting, uh, where I'm having to get on the phone with the big boss and explain what happened on today's show because someone's complaining. If if that's going to be the issue, then we just won't. Uh, we don't have to talk about that person. N- not that anything uh, yeah. bad was uh, said or spoken about them. Uh, whatever I always say, whatever ball breaking that happens on the show is always done with love and affection. But apparently, somebody took something wrong and decided to go over my head about it without uh, talking to me about it first. So fine, we just well, won't. That's, uh, that's that's amazing because we just won't talk usually, about that. Usually, from what I can tell, um, you don't get involved in any type of controversy or name calling or anything. So I wonder. I, I could say I hope they come forward so I can hear the rest of the story. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, I, that's not your uh, forte. So I don't know what happened. Well, I, I would I would like to have a conversation with the person at some point uh, because it is someone yeah. who I consider a great friend and I love and I don't like. Uh, you know, this is this doesn't feel good to me. I, you know, I'm not I'm not someone who can just easily walk away from a friendship. Um, you know, but but uh, but but I would like to talk to him at some point so I can maybe explain to him why I'm angry because, like I said, it may be that he just doesn't get it. I mean, the text message I just received from him right before going on the air seems to indicate to me that he's confused and doesn't understand what's wrong with what he did. So I hope wow. I hope to have the opportunity to explain it to him. Because I was very, very angry yesterday, and uh, yeah. I'm still, I'm still kind of upset. No, I, I don't blame you. Uh, I mean, everything. All right, I'll, uh, I won't pursue the conversation anymore. <laughs> I'll keep my ears out, though. All right. Um, 
All right. Looking forward to hearing the rest of your show, and good to hear the both of you guys. All right. Thank you, Ron. Appreciate it, my friend. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. You got it. Bye-bye. All right. That was our friend, Ron. And, um, yeah, and everything's, you know, everything's fine, you know, here with uh, I'm not in any trouble. And, and uh, you know, I've, I've talked to management, and, and uh, everything's everything's cool. But, uh, you know, it's like I said in that video I, I posted, if you got a problem with something on the show, come to me. <laughs> you know, I'm a nice guy. I'm certainly not unreasonable. And, uh, you know, and, and I, I'm always uh, willing to hear somebody out if something is making them uncomfortable. And I have in the past, in fact, for that person specifically, I have in the past when something's been brought to my attention addressed it. Yep. And uh, so I don't know why this situation was different. But, you know, it, it really, you know, when, when I find out that there's some sort of a concern about the content of my show, um, uh, you know, from, from the boss, it, it really kind of wrecks my day. <laughs> oh, you think? You know, Jeez. and, uh, that's the conversation you needed to have right now. I'm, I, I don't know that I can have a conversation with that individual. Well, I'm way too angry. No, I, I, I would like to talk to him because like I said, I look, I do not believe for a second that he would ever intentionally hurt me. But like you said, you know, like the example you used intentions, be damned if you, you know, if, if you, when hurt, you intentionally go out of your way to speak to somebody about something that can cost somebody else. Oh, everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's intentional. Yeah. That's, that's uh, not unintentional. That's not. Yeah. So I don't, uh, I love you and I'm going to defend you to the hill. Oh, I know. So I appreciate it. My little protective haunches are up. Yeah. Yeah. But I, but I do hope to, uh, I do hope to speak to him at some point and uh and i do hope he apologizes you know and i'm not one to you know you know me i'm not one to carry a grudge if somebody's uh, uh, and by the way he has apologized to me in the past so you know he certainly has it in him there are some people who don't have any capacity to own up and take responsibility for things uh as as we know True. Uh, because there there's uh oh yeah there, i can think of a couple of under, other individuals who have caused problems who do owe me an apology who are never going to because yeah. they don't have the they just literally don't have the capacity to understand where they were wrong in the situation um, there are far too many people in this world who have fallen into the bottle right but the person in this instance does have the capacity to do that because he has demonstrated that he has the capacity to do that. So I hope he does that in this case because it doesn't feel good to me. I don't like none of it does that, that someone is is some, someone I consider a close friend to to you know have uh, you know to be angry at. It, it doesn't doesn't feel good. Well, when one has a knife thrust in one's back, it doesn't feel good. Yeah, and you know what? I don't think that was his intention, but but that's what he did. Yeah. I, I I think he just doesn't realize that's what he did. And uh and I hope uh, I get and that's to just one aspect explain it to him. that's got me upset. There's more to it that's got me upset, but I'm not gonna go there. Yeah. Well, anyway. Onward, I love uh, you. You're a good man. You do a good job. You come in every day, you are dedicated, you give everybody every ounce of time that they ever ask for. You're you're there, you've gone out of your way for people, and um I'm I'm damn sick of people poo-pooing on your doorstep because, uh, I don't know, maybe you're a little too generous there, honey. Maybe you need to reel it in a little bit and uh, 
not be quite so generous well, with your I've, time. I don't know. I, I sure felt that way after the, uh, as I like to refer to them, uh, the uh, Baltazar and Pebbles incident. Oh, yeah. Speaking of people who owe me an apology who just don't have the capacity to, <laughs> to, 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 to understand that they're I think the of that every who... time I look at the broken mic stand. <laughs> yeah. The nice snapped metal well, just, you know, gets my attention every oh, time. I've replayed that in my mind a thousand times. Seriously. Oh, but, my uh... gosh. Because <laughs> that's what I need in my life. We're low stress type people. We we intentionally avoid peopling too much. Yeah. <laughs> at times. Yeah. Oh my gosh. There's way too much going wrong in this world right now, Maddie. Rocky uh Huber is in the chat. He says, I'm sorry, Matt. I apologize. Oh, okay. Well, that's all I needed to hear, Rocky. All right, we're all good then. No, I'm just kidding, Rocky. Stop Ro it. Rocky isn't the, the problem. Don't do that. You're gonna give him a heart attack. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, no, he's the one who started the joke. He said, I'm sorry, Matt. I apologize. Yeah, but then if he thinks that you're being serious, he's going to lose his mind trying to figure it out. I think he's in on the joke. He's the one who started the joke. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> he, he initiated the what? joke. Ever. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, boy. Fine. Oh, boy. Um, yes. 603-250-6007 is the number if you'd like to join us. And we do have a call. Hi. Welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hi, Maddie. It's your elderly family member, Gary. <laughs> hey, Gary. How you doing? Hello. Hi, Jenny, my love. How are you, sweetie? How are you feeling? Not too bad. Two days out of this Good. treatment. It was a minor one, but yeah, not too bad to be up and upright out, out of the house. I got good jobs. Yeah, you, you, sound, you sound good, so. Ooh, thank you. What's on yeah. your mind today? You always, well, you always sound good to me anyway. Aww. So, you know. You're such a sweetie. And That's Maddie, why I love you. you know. You know, I'm just your I'm just your elderly family member, and you know I love you both, and so nothing's going to happen to you guys. Well, thank no. you. You know, I'm 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 there. Like I said, you know, I may not move around that fast like I used to, but no one's going to hurt you guys. All right. Well, we we appreciate that. Thank you. I'll put up yeah. my fisticuffs. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. You know, I I used I used to be able to be a bodyguard, but now you know. Now I need, I need people to guard my body, you know? <laughs> uh -huh. Well, all right. Well, very and, uh, Maddie, how's your dad doing? Um, yeah, so he's, uh, he's out of surgery. When I spoke with them, they haven't called me yet today, so I'm going to, you know, if, if I don't have a, uh, some sort of a message or communication from them, uh, I will uh, call Mass General after the show, but... Um, I know that the plan today was to get him off of the ventilator. You know, this is the surgery was successful and the prognosis is, is all uh, positive and optimistic. So, um, yeah. yeah. So my, my mom, God rest her soul. She had a quadruple bypass way, way back. Yeah. You know? And, uh, the technology now it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. You know? And like I told you, you know, he's an Irishman. Yeah, he's that's a hard-headed right. Irishman. He's gonna he's gonna survive. Oh yeah, absolutely. He's gonna he's gonna survive all of us. You know. Yeah, absolutely. He's gonna he's gonna be up for St. Patty's Day, you know, and dance around and like I told you, he's he's in Boston. He's got to get the best uh, got to get the best Irish whiskey. You know. Yes. <laughs> well, it's not much. They of had a... to find it, and they that's... found it. So you know, he's gonna he's gonna be really good. That's right. <laughs> that's right. And we got all that positive, that positive energy. And see, positive energy. Yes. Well, I do appreciate that, Ron. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Well, all right, my friend. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I just wanted to put my couple of uh, quarters in. I know it's inflation, so it's two cents is nothing anymore. Right. Well, it's still but, something. Uh, yeah. Still something. I just, I, I, you know, you like I said, you guys, uh, you guys jacked me up last year to be a better person and get out there, be sociable. So you can't go away now, you know. Right. Oh, I agree. This is one of, this is one of my favorite, uh, my favorite shows. I, I, you know, I sit around and said, hey, you know, and Saturday, I mean, Sun, um, Friday nights is my popcorn night. So you know, but uh, this is the this is the great. Uh, Every day, you know, I have my uh, early bird special uh, supper and get to listen to you, you know? Yeah, excellent. Well, we appreciate that very much. So, you know, you guys, yeah, you just guys, you know, and especially both of you together, Aww. lovely couple. You know? And like I told you, Maddie, you know, you take care of that lady. Mm-hmm. I may be old, you know, but. He says he's going to keep me around. She's a sweetheart. She's a sweetheart. <laughs> Right, that's right. See, yeah. I'm a keeper. That's right. Yeah, she's a sweet hat, you know. <laughs> the Boston hat. You don't say tea, you say hat. That's right. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. She's, uh, my, she's my she's my Linda Richmond. Okay, uh, from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Coffee yeah. talk. That's right. Coffee oh talk. yeah, I just I couldn't figure out who it was. That took me a minute. Yeah, coffee talk. You know. <laughs> And I love coffee, so. And I heard you made chili. Yeah. Oh. I love making stuff lately. I did sugar cookies too. Well, yeah. Oh, Christmas just, cookies too. Just, oh, just. Wow. From, I've been having fun making stuff from scratch. Like we don't really eat a lot of processed foods anymore. Yeah. I, you know, I just lost five more pounds. So Good you for put you. Like Ten That's pounds not easy. on me. <laughs> but yeah, I love chili. But like Maddie, yeah, Chili doesn't love me. <laughs> right. I could, uh, yeah, I could, uh, I could propel a uh, tractor trailer with gas. So. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I have that. I have that problem. All right. Well, I'll let you go. And I just want to, yeah, I just want to say, hey, I love you both, and I'm glad to hear uh, my 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 lovely lady is feeling better and laughing and smiling. Always, uh, and and my great my great friend Maddie, you know that I got to get, I got to hug Mad, you know Maddie. That was that was part of my New Year that made it really great, you know, for Christmas and stuff. So I got to hug you. Oh, very nice. Uh, well, thank you. All Gary. right. Well, you take care. Have a great show. And like I said, you know, uh, you got me as your elderly uh, your elderly companion there. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll get me a hover around, and I'll I'll take care of him. <laughs> All right. All right. Sounds good. All right. Love you both. All right. We love you, Gary. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. That was our friend Gary, and uh, that opens up a line for you, 603-250-6007, 603-250-6007. Of course, you can also text me at uh, 617-917-4476. We have a call. Hi. Welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Uh, this is Alfredo Enrique Benavides. How are you, Matt? <laughs> Alfredo, it's wonderful to hear from you. Uh, coincidentally, uh, at the top of the show today, I'm going to play your uh, your song, which, of course, did get the world radio premiere, uh, Dank Sinatra, <laughs> Air Between Us. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to play that uh, awesome. on, the sh- on the show today. Oh, that's awesome, man. Thank yes, you. Yes, absolutely. What's on your mind? Well, you know, it's funny because, like, so I, I, I'm one of the few things 
that I'm like really, really good at is I'm, I'm a name that tune guy. Yeah. I only got to hear like a, a few seconds and I, and I hear it. I know it. And uh, I heard backstabbers. Yes. And I was like, I was like, oh man, you know, and I thought it was because we're, we're, we're on the eve of the anniversary of, uh, <gasps> uh, when, when these folks try to, uh, attack the democracy that's true you didn't even intend that, that and tomorrow? it's cool <laughs> that is tomorrow that, yeah you're right is, yes yes uh in fact uh former president trump was supposed to be having a big uh a big event at uh, mar-a-lago although apparently he has decided to uh not go forward with that but finally uh, but i'm sure it was going to be quite a celebration oh uh, i mean you know what you know what's crazy is there's still so many people still behind him i think i mean uh, you gotta wonder, uh, you, you know, like uh, what his chances are. Oh, I think I mean, his realistically. Uh, realistically, well, I think he's probably running. If he runs, he'll definitely be the Republican nominee. And uh, yeah. I hope uh, I hope Biden can pull it together because uh, I think it's entirely possible that uh, Donald Trump will uh, be elected president in twenty twenty four. So. Um, I think I mean, his chances I think, are great. I think the concept. I mean, like we talked about this when I was on your show uh, when I was uh, there last time. Uh, uh, there are people who I think will be lulled to sleep because they, they. The only real reason, a lot of, a lot of, I'm not saying that there isn't people who support Biden, but a lot of people, not so much supported Biden, but just didn't want Trump. Oh, of course. And so. And so, and so I, I think those people may be low or, you know, and, and um, I think a lot of it's going to depend on, you know, uh, just if, if the guy can make it. I mean, did you see, I don't know if you saw this, uh, he, he was like, uh, like we're going into 2020 completely. He was, I mean, I know he, I, I, it, was, it may have just been a slip up, you know, or, or maybe it was like 3D chess joke, but he definitely said he was like, oh, it's 2020. <laughs> oh, Biden. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not even that for me. For me, it's it the state of our economy. It's the state of, of of everything. The way things are right now, I wouldn't vote for him again in this moment. Although well, this I don't want the Trump. Third year of 2020 <laughs> so, now. But the thing is, his 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 approval rating right now is really tanked, like worse than Trump. When Trump was in, yeah, I mean, that's really why, tanked. That's why I think that there should be a, a, a good runoff to see who else. On, on the Democrat side, could take the, the, the deal, you know? That might be the only saving grace that could potentially put Trump out is if they could find the right candidate. And I'll tell you what, neither party ever seems to do that right. At least someone who knows what year it is and who his wife is. When, you know, like, the guy's lost, man. Well, he's, uh, yeah, I mean, he's uh, pushing 80, and uh, and he's not a young, he's not a young 79 um, I'm just saying, you know, sometimes you got to take the keys away from pops. <laughs> right. Well, the thing is, though, so now what could end up happening is uh, because Trump uh, could win back the White House in uh, 2024. So we'll have gone from yeah. we'll have gone from the oldest president in history to the oldest president the in history to the oldest president in history. That's what that would be. I mean, this is a midterm year. I'm I'm interested to see what they can keep, you know, um, because there's a lot of centrist people out there who blame, um, you know, the more progressive wing uh, of, of Congress 
for for keeping um you know a lot of stuff that didn't make it into this bill you mm-hmm. know and like it being you know part of the reason why uh why there's so much uh, uh you know why the gears are so slow you know there's a lot of centrists saying like uh imagine your new bathroom a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. They said lowering drug prices was a fight we couldn't win. The big drug companies have billions of dollars and an army of lobbyists. But AARP stood with our 38 million members and forced the drug companies to lower drug prices. It's a victory for all Americans. But Big Pharma won't give up, so neither will AARP. Join our fight at aarp.org slash fierce defender. That's aarp.org slash fierce defender. Well, why? Why would? Uh, why would we keep it? You know, uh, why bat- would we need to keep these these issues into into this into this infrastructure bill? You know, like uh, so. If there, if, 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 I think it's going. You're going to see a, a a turn of of a blue to red just on the midterm year. Just, mm-hmm. I think that's. I think that's just like par for the course. You know, you're going to lose some at, at halftime there. Yeah, I mean, historically, whichever party occupies the White House tends to lose. Uh, seats, uh, sometimes quite a few of them in the House, and there's only been, I believe, three exceptions to that in history, and only two of them have been this century. So that's typically how it goes. So the Republicans, it's very, very likely. If 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 the if the if Biden could get weed legalized federally, <laughs> I, I he, think... he won't. He won't. He doesn't even want to change the schedule. Yeah, he doesn't care. That's... He's stuck in the that... mud. As I say that as I eat my non-dairy Ben and Jerry's fudge brownie next to my bong. <laughs> well, I um, haven't gotten to try that stuff yet. I'm jelly. It's delicious. I am it's jelly. I am dying to try. No, Ben and Jerry's right has, a, has a cannabis ice cream. From the hop knot. No, they don't have the cannabis one. No, well, no. You got to do that on your own. Yeah. Well, the, no, they have Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> they don't did. make that. No, look it up, man. They did. They got a cannabis Stop ice it. cream. It just ain't here. Yeah, it's probably not. Uh, not available in all states. We're in states. prohibition country. <laughs> wow. I have like a newfound respect for Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. <laughs> really, right? Right. They, they, this, I'm dying to try the ice cream. I really want to try it. They're living the Americone dream. They were there uh, oh, 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 one I see night. What you did there one night a couple years ago. I had to run into the Ben and Jerry's uh, down here, and uh, they were there. Ben and Jerry were actually there. Yeah, they were traveling. Th- they were traveling around uh, the area, visiting different stores. That's cool. Just kind of popping in, and they they happened to be there. Oh. <laughs> That's rad. Yeah, yeah. So I haven't gotten them in a long got time. To, got oh. to see them up close. Yeah, this was a couple years ago. It was before COVID. Um, but uh, yeah, so that, that was kind of was kind of a fun surprise. Well, no, you know what? So you know, but back to the first uh, the first song you were playing. I I, I wonder um, how much people um, who are gonna go red uh, and and you know as as historically we just said are gonna happen really believe that there was any backstabbing, 
right? That there was any aversion to our system. Well, on, on you know one one year one year ago tomorrow. Yeah, I don't know where these people do, live because do, it's do, not on the same planet think, as do me. Do they really believe that they're backstabbers? Yes. Well, polling data shows uh, that among Republicans. Um, I think something like 60 percent, you know, it varies from poll to poll, but I think between 60 to 65 percent of them still believe that the election was stolen from Biden. Uh, There was a poll that I just saw that showed that one third of American voters think uh, violence is justified uh, if you're, uh, you know, if if you're questioning an election result. So, yeah, so we um, violence is okay. Yes. Yes. So. um, So, yeah, I think. you know, uh, obviously, two-thirds? Did you say two thirds of people think political violence is okay. One, one third, one third. You so, know what's sick about one, a part uh, yeah. of that, though? I, th- I think some of that belief comes out of the whole South will rise again type. It that we still have in this country. Oh yeah. You go south, and let me tell you, it's a different world down there. They're not in the same century as us in some areas. Some areas. I mean, you and I remember reading stories about segregated proms still existing. Oh, yeah. Not that long ago. Not, not, not that long ago at not, all. Not long ago. As long as you have that crap, well, apparently that's why you can bring the Confederate flag into the United States Capitol and disgrace it. Meaning the Capitol, disgracing the Capitol. <laughs> yeah. For bringing that crap in there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to think about where, where it comes, right? Here's an interesting thing to think about. You were talking about, about race. Yes. Yeah, no. Uh, sorry, I, I, was, I was just thinking like uh, like when um when when kids are very young, you go to a kindergarten table, right? Like a, a lunch time, the kindergarten kids, they they'll all be uh, sitting together. But once you start getting older, just a little older, like third grade, fourth grade, you'll start to see like like the Asian kids in, in, at one table, like the black kids at another table. It's and it just, it just why is it that it starts happening? I think that right, that's like not so point? true anymore, though. I think that some I'm of sorry? that, I think that some of that isn't necessarily as prevalent or as true anymore. Because when you look at these kids, these younger generations, they are all oh, about no, no, you see it. acceptance. It's just, I mean, just go to like by the time you get to high school, it's just it's ingrained. But where society is it coming from is the real question. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I mean, racism is, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's learned. Um, but I, I do think though, and you know, to what Jenny was saying, I, and a lot of people, I always get pushback when I say this, a lot of people disagree with me on this, but I really believe, and again, I know we have setbacks, but if you look at it in in the macro sense, I really do believe that all of that gets better with every generation, um, Hmm. I, I think I think each generation, and I think a lot of it has to. I think a lot of it has to do with music, you know. Like uh, for example, when I, I, when I was a kid, you know, all the white kids who started listening to hip hop, and I think that actually helped kind of bridge a lot of that and and helped to get uh, people from my generation understanding that oh yeah, we really are all the same. We really are all just people, you know. I think music is responsible for a lot of that, and I also think music too, is a universal language, yeah. Yeah. But music has become more integrated these days. You know, yeah. when when rap first came out, it was it was, you know, persona non grata for a white kid to go do it. Well, now it's not just a white kid, it's the young lady, it's the, you know, it, there was a time when well, women in heavy song. metal it's, wasn't it's accepted, but that's song stuff right now. Yeah, music like, is like really the one thing that I think that can unite us. Right oh yeah. 
And I think, too, uh, not only music becomes more and more integrated, but we all become more and more integrated. You know, if, if you have, uh, you know, a, a white person and a black person uh, having children, for example— you know, then you've got mixed mixed race. Although I always feel awkward saying that because I don't even really like the concept of race. I, I prefer to refer to it as ethnicity. I know. would challenge but anyone to show me a hundred percent DNA thing. something. You know what? This is a great conversation. I so this is a thing that happens, right? And, and and let me ask you guys: when you're ever in a situation, you're at a bar. Does anyone randomly ask you what what are you or where are you from? Do I've you been in those situations, question? yes, for whatever reason. So, I have been in so those situations. How, so how do you how how do you answer? Um, I used to answer what my beliefs was, and um, people would argue with me and say that I couldn't be what I thought I was. Um, and then I did hmm. DNA testing and found out I'm a really happy mutt, just like everybody else. I, I I've just yet like to see else, a single right? exactly. person show so me. Everyone and, is some kind of mixture of everything. It's like we're so but, far along. It's, it's, it's no, I'm talking. I'm talking science, genetics, down to the very bottom minimal. Nobody is a freaking pure anything. Nobody. Nobody. I've not seen it's a single solitary pretty, person pretty show me a genetic test exactly that says right. they're 100 percent anything. I, I, I there was a comedian that I saw that was saying that like wherever he is, he just accepts what people call him. Like as as a uh, so I, there's a word in Spanish for mixed, which is mestizo, but that's like it's a mixture. Specifically, it's a mixture of of uh, uh, American Indian or North or South American Indian uh, and Spanish um, and whatever mixture there's like they call that mestizo, right? Because um, you're a, a mixture of these these two different regions, right? Um, but no one ever, like, yet explain that because people always want to ask where you're from. Like, so, so I, 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 whatever, <laughs> if I'm in New York, are you Puerto Rican? If you're in L.A., are you Mexican? You just go, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to like explain. Like I like to say, I'm nuance. born in Boston. <laughs> Kenny, uh, uh, Kenny from what nationality. Uh, I am. I, I say I'm American because there you go. Where are you from? California. <laughs> and they'll say, Well, where are your parents from? Well, what are you getting at? You want to know how I'm different than you? Right. 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 I mean, that's really what you're getting at. Kenny uh, from the Hopknot likes to. Uh, he talked about this on the show one day. He calls himself a race ninja. Uh, because he can he can pass for either black or white, uh, depending on the situation. He, but um, but yeah, I mean, I like he, to joke that I'm I'm miscellaneous. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, I mean, as 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 people become more integrated genetically, uh, I think that yeah. has a lot to do with it too. I, I so I really do believe that it gets better with every generation. Again, we certainly have setbacks along the way. Um, I believe it will also get better as. If we continue to educate our our people with what reality is, if you look at archaeology today yeah. and the history that they have found, there are so many stories that we grew up with that are not true. There's no factual evidence. In fact, there's evidence to the very opposite. There, there's so much around the world that we're finding in archaeology. We're finding out where uh, the development of human beings wasn't in one place. Go figure. It was in more than one. Um, meaning like the, the Vikings were finding Scandinavians came to, found out America long before Columbus ever sailed across the sea. The, the oh, pyramids yeah. like, were not built yeah, by slaves. They were built by people who were honoring their gods and are buried nearby. There's so much we're learning. The more we learn and the more that we uncover and understand the truth of our history as mankind, as a, as a species, 
and how we are on this I planet. Mean, I, I, I think it's wild. I think it's wild that you you go you turn on the uh, uh, the History Channel, right? Quote unquote History Channel, and it's like aliens. Did they help the Mayans? Oh, like, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that that ancient aliens show, and yeah, oh my god, that's, that's, the Anunnaki, the Anunnaki guy, yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy. Yeah. It's not based in, in, in it's just insanity. It's absolute insanity. They it's make up these stories that the as they go Mayans along. Could have built pyramids on their own. They must have been aliens. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, but here's something that actually oh, on this geez. topic, this actually crossed my mind recently and I, I didn't even get to mention it to you, Maddie. But our generation, our like meaning my age, Maddie, you know, uh when we we were like sure. the last generation growing up that the world that was around us was very, very small. It was in our school books. Mm. It was on a, in a, on a millimeter film that was being played in a classroom on a screen. It was an encyclopedia. Yeah. You know, that's all the view that we have or had for our generation. Right. We grew yeah. up playing in the mud. The two-year-old today can use a tablet, click the tablet, the, or learn to say, you know, the three-year-old goes, Alexa, turn on the light. And they, they are m- far more worldly. They're far more aware of the world well, and of the differences in the world are, than we they, were they are, as children because we didn't have that sense, wide of a... The other side of it is like a real sense, right? Like, I mean, look, I got my kid a VR thing, right? She can see the world without having to move, but is it, is it real? You know, It's a lot more than what we had when we were younger. Our world was our block, our street, our, our you know, we... We weren't having conversations yeah, with true. people in other that's countries true. unless it was a pen pal. And maybe if you were lucky, you got a letter a month. I remember when that was a big deal, getting a pen pal. Yeah. Now you have a video conference and two kids in two different countries can grow up talking to each other, learning about each other. Yeah. We look at race here in the United States so differently than other places do. I mean, I was watching protests that were going on in um, Italy not too long ago, and they were yelling, Italy for Italians. They do not consider, if you're part Italian, they don't consider you Italian in Italy. You gotta be born there to be an Italian. We don't care what you're part of, you're an American, go home. They were literally saying foreigners go home. I think that's a uniquely American thing. Like, you you can go to France and and you you can live the rest of your life and die there, but you'll never be French. Yep. But, but anyone can be an American. That's, uh, you know, like, yeah, you can go, you can go to go, go try live in Korea, you know, where they and and you know, like, I was I was kind of like appalled. I was watching this video of like uh, American people getting discriminated against in Korea, and they straight up they try to go to a club and they're like, no foreigners, you're not allowed, you know, the bouncer's not letting you in. Yeah. And, and I was like, well, why, why would that be exclusive to here? Why would it's that, that, that's that's just everywhere around the world, right? If you're the odd one out, you're the odd one out, you're a foreigner. But I think the United States is a place where you can, anyone can become an American. Meanwhile, here you know, we have videos of Karens telling people to go home because they, they look well, Asian or they look Mexican or whatever it is that there is, this person is assuming. And they're born and raised here. They're as American as apple it's pie. A monolith. And it's not a monolith, though. For, for every person that says, like, you know, get out of here, go back, you know, there's, there's plenty of people who are also like, yeah, welcome, you know? Absolutely. Like, of course. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I feel that as a, as a first-generation immigrant. I was born in Managua, Nicaragua, and I was raised in San Francisco, California. Um, and I, I definitely, for every person that ever has given me, you know, like any bad vibe about it, there's been ten times the amount of people who are like, it's all good, you know. My, 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 yeah, I think 
the, the further you get away from it generation-wise, sometimes people, you know, um, if they're like, you know, how many generations back? You know, usually yeah. if, they, if they're only one or two or three generations back, they, they can recognize, hey, we're a nation of immigrants. That's what we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, uh, listen, uh, Alfredo, it's been wonderful. I'm, I'm glad you uh, called in today. And uh, yeah, I look forward to playing. I, your... I appreciate you saying you're going to play that song. That's really nice of you. Thank you so much. Oh, absolutely. My pleasure. Do you guys have any um, shows coming up that you want to plug? Uh, yeah. Uh, February 20th, uh, we'll be playing with the Faith Ann Band, which I'm also a member of, uh, and the Graniteers. Very good. And then the uh, 26th, we'll be playing with Donaher. Oh, uh, no kidding. Thirsty first. Oh, that's and, excellent. Uh, and the yeah. Graniteers, that's going to be a good one. Yeah, yeah. Donaher, they've gotten some <coughs> they've, they've uh, gotten some airplay here on WMNH over the years. Yeah, that, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, great band. Great band, yeah. Now, when you guys play with uh, the Faith Ann Band, so do you do uh, you just do double duty? You, you play a set in both? Uh, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Actually, for New Year's Eve, I, I did two hours solo acoustic uh, before it uh, – <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, before uh, <laughs> it hit me hard. Yeah, sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, there was like, so I played for two Brat. hours. Uh, you know, like thirty-two songs, most like half and half covers and originals. Then uh, another guy uh, uh, came on. <clears throat> oh boy! And then uh, the fan band came on, and uh, there was. Uh, I don't know, the whole night, maybe I played for three and a half hours. Oh, no kidding. I, I was good to go. Yeah, yeah. So I was, you know, I, I didn't have to sing for all of it, which is good. I don't, you know, only Faith Band sings for the Faith Band band, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that's good. That's good. No uh, no backing vocals in, in the Faith Band No band? backing vocals worked out yet. I'll be, <laughs> yet. I'll be damned. Okay. My, I don't know if my tones are so dulcet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. You have, very, you have very dulcet tones, as everyone will hear at the beginning of uh, Air Between Us. <laughs> I appreciate that. Beautiful voice, beautiful well, voice. I'll let you. I'll let you go, and uh, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll see you around. I'll talk to you soon. All right, very good, Fredo. Thank you so much for the call. All right, appreciate All right. it. Take care. Bye bye. All right, that was the great. I love saying his full name, Alfredo Enrique Benavides. Always makes me hungry when you say what he got. Does it? Seriously, I mean, oh. I don't mean any offense, Alfredo? but I, I love pasta. What yes, can I say? Yes. <laughs> Actually, his full name is Chicken Alfredo Enrique Benavides, but uh, you're terrible. But uh, you know, he got teased a lot because of that as a a kid. No, but uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to play. It's a great song uh, by uh, he and uh, yeah uh, Axel Bagley. uh, I really like it as uh, Dank Sinatra. The track uh, "Air Between Us" will play that uh, at the top of the show. We did uh, when. when Fredo was here recently, we gave it a world radio premiere. I remember. I really liked it. Yeah, I but really we'll, liked it. But yeah, we'll play it again today. And I really did. Well, you know what it is? I saw him in the chat room, and then I remembered they just did the official release online for the song. I was we like, got oh, the early. Should play we that today. We got to drop it. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. No. No? Terrible? Yeah, no, that was bad. (laughs) I was Uh, trying, Maddie. That does open up a line for you, 603-250-6007, Oh, you know what I wanted to play just quickly? Because uh, he reminded me of it when he was saying, you know, anybody can be in a... Like, if you go to France, you can live there, die there, you'll never be French. French, But anyone can be an American. You know what, what that's from. Here, let me play this. And since this is the last speech that I will give as president, I think it's fitting to leave one final thought. 
an observation about a country which I love. It was stated best in a letter I received not long ago. A man wrote me and said, you can go to live in France, but you cannot become a Frenchman. You can go to live in Germany or Turkey or Japan, but you cannot become a German, a Turk or Japanese. But anyone from any corner of the earth can come to live in America and become an American. There you go. The one that used to run the uh, Republican Party. Thou shall not speak ill of another Republican was one of his greatest commandments. Reagan's 11th commandment, yes. Yes, yes. yes. And uh, Republicans... I don't know who these people are today. They don't look anything like him. Republicans used to revere uh, Reagan, as I like to say, the patron saint of conservatism. And then uh, Trump came along, and uh, they don't talk about Reagan at all anymore. They it's, named it's... everything after him, even. They have little cardboard Reagans up all over the place. I know. Now it's, yeah, no. You know what's sick is we spread into the world. When um, there was a protest that went on in the Netherlands recently, and I about fell out of my chair when I was looking at it, and I realized there was somebody there holding a Trump flag, holding one of those big blue Trump flags, make America great again, yeah. in the middle of a protest against uh, in, in the Netherlands. Oh, really? It's like, why? I mean, anyway, why? I mean, Trump has like zero anything in the Netherlands. Not even, we're not even close to being the same government but why well these viruses do spread globally as we know you know yeah conspiracy theory heck we have a call hi welcome to matt connerton unleashed who's this hi matt hi jenny i just wanted to tone in on two things yes <clears throat> excuse me i uh I, I like the idea that you know anybody can come to america and be american but it's kind of so sorry that even after all these years, and I mean, it's been a long time, uh, you know, we can't do away with racism. Just to, you know, people are just in their own ways. And I don't, it's not mm-hmm. just a black and white thing. It's racism, period. If you're not yeah. American, you know, that's some people, that's the way they look at you. I but don't think any country found a that. But I wanted to ask you guys, did you see, because you know, I know you don't read the newspaper, but you have access to the media. Did you see that... Um, the Iranian president uh, gave us an ultimatum. They want Donald Trump to stand trial under <laughs> uh, under Iranian uh, law for the drone, drone strike. I didn't see that. Now, um, I'm, I'm going to look it up, though. Now, it does not entirely surprise me, though, because they've done that kind of thing before. I seem to recall, I think at one time, uh, you know, this would have been a couple decades ago, I think the Iranians... Uh, wanted us to extradite Dick Cheney uh, to Iran to stand trial. <laughs> you know, this is not uh, entirely out of character for them, but I didn't know about this, yep. Ron. Yep, he's right. He's 100% right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Iran's president. Yeah, it had to do with that, um, that general that um, Trump Trump sent in a drone and, and killed their oh, high-ranking yes. general. And, uh, yep. and now they're all banding together. And he's saying uh, if Donald Trump has two options, you know, they you could, in, under Iranian law, you can uh, be executed or you could pay monetary compensation. And uh, they're saying if he doesn't stay in trial under, you know, their laws, um, that uh, they're going to band together as, like, I think it's in Muslims, maybe not. Mm-hmm. And they're going, you know, wreak havoc on the United States. Well, you know, uh, uh, Trump has uh, expanded the... Uh, definition of executive privilege to the broadest uh, 
possible iteration. And apparently, of it. So, he tries to make it never expire too. That, that's right. So uh, he can just claim executive privilege and yeah. uh, stay here safe and sound. He can he can say hold so up. This at is the because Mar-a-Lago. this is the two year anniversary of um, Soleimani's death. Yes. So and they yes. they consider him a martyr. Yeah. So yeah, they want to take their martyrs' revenge. I mean, obviously, it's a on Trump. It's a glorified uh, PR stunt uh, by the Iranians. Obviously, oh, they're but... holding vigils over there. <laughs> yeah, they got all kinds. Well, they, 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 he's it's, modded from one end to the other. Stunt? Yeah. What's that, Ron? But you say it's a PR stunt. Yeah. But when, when the radicals know about it and hear about it, they too believe that something should be done, and, and they're willing to. They're after the wrong things. They're know? not just after the U.S. They're after Israel too. Yeah, but they know. Uh, obviously, they know Trump is never going to stand trial for that. They're just, uh, you know, but they're they're doing their thing, and uh, you know, I'm sure yeah. it uh, it gets. Uh, you know, I mean, it's no different there than it is here. You know, you 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 can uh, make uh, pie in the sky promises, or you know, say we're going to do this or do that, and you get people riled up and and supporting oh, yeah. you and you know it's, it's they're gonna uh, pound their chests and look like they're doing something for their people yeah we're gonna get that trump yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i tell right. you right. well they actually they said their their permanent dude at the uh un was like was uh, uh, accusing the international peace and security has been jeopardized until we hold the u.s and israel responsible yeah peace is jeopardized well, Seriously, no. They're just going to have to wait. Trump is uh, busy with his own legal problems here, so <laughs> <laughs> he'll he'll get to them eventually. <laughs> I yeah. can't wait to hey, see. You want to hear a fast good story? What's that, Ron? You want to hear a fast good story? Oh yes, please. I, I didn't get to finish the article, but I will later on when I go down. I got interrupted, but from what I read in today's newspaper, um, in the on the Vermont. Uh, uh, roadway or highway, roadway, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, a dog was I saw that. blocking traffic. So you hear you saw about it or you read about yep, it? Yep, yep. I saw the footage. Isn't that cool? No, we got to tell everybody. Keep telling the story. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. The dog was interrupting traffic and calls got, uh, were phoned into the authorities. And when they tried to catch the dog, you know, he did, he evaded the the police, but yet there was something different about it. And he was uh, trying to alert the authorities of a car accident where oh. there were two people that were injured and still alive, and they, huh. and why you know while chasing him, yeah. you know, he led them in that direction. No, no, they the, squatted it, the car, and uh, you know every, every it ended in a happy ending. Yeah, it was a truck that had actually rolled off the highway through a guardrail. The dog's owner was in the truck. The dog was in the truck. Oh, so the dog, yeah, the dog literally led the police to the truck where the two uh, men that were there had actually been ejected and were already suffering from hypothermia at the time. The dog saved their lives. Oh, wow. That pretty, is cool. Yeah. Pretty sweet yeah. deal, right? That's yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, yes. Smart dog. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's yeah, excellent. I saw the owner on, on TV all aglow. And yeah. just, you know, how cool is that? Your dog just saved you. He was really happy. That that dog's going to be eating some steak. You know it's coming. That dog's getting some steak, man. Yeah. Well, that is a good positive story. Thank you, Ron, for sharing that with us. Uh, all right, thank you for your time. All right, my well, friend. I'm going to listen now. All right, you got it. Take care, my friend. Bye-bye. Do your magic. All right, bye-bye. bye-bye. All right, that was our uh, that was our friend Ron. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's great. I hadn't, uh, I yeah, hadn't heard that. Yeah, it's her really cool. Like, they were trying to get the dog, and the dog kept running away from the cops, and they thought it was just a stray on the highway that had found its way on the highway. 
And they may, who knows if they would, how long it would have taken for somebody to find this truck because it was right. literally off the road into the trees. Yeah. It wasn't even visible. Well, didn't Lassie do that once? You know, These kids, guys, did Timmy, it so, uh, Timmy in the well. Timmy fell in a well or something. Oh, and, uh, that's my parents yeah. love Lassie. Oh, yes. Collies are beautiful, yes. beautiful dogs. Beautiful oh, dogs. yes, yes. My family's had them like forever. We should, uh, by the way, I do see everybody, a lot of great comments in the chat room. We'll, we'll uh, try to get everybody in the second hour. But uh, we should mention, uh, <laughs> speaking of roads, uh, so for those who don't know, uh, if you're not a resident of New Hampshire, because, you know, we have lot, online listeners from all over. Uh, so the uh, very unique weather event that happened today, and I'll tell you, I dodged a bullet with this thing. So we had a, it's called a, a snap freeze. Is that what it's called? When, uh, like, Something like snap? that. It, it's some kind of weird polar vortex stuff that we had. But yeah, yeah, it was basically a snap freeze. So yes, the roads here um, got very icy June 23rd, 1972, the world of women's sports changed forever. Now, 50 years after Title IX became law, we're celebrating with a podcast dedicated to women's stories, where we'll examine and amplify women who changed the face of sports as we know it today. Listen and subscribe to Starting Nine Up, a Title IX podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Celebrate the 50th anniversary of Title IX with nine stories about girls in women's sports with a Columbus connection. The Just Because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. so fast it happens it happens so fast i've never seen anything like it i mean obviously we have icy roads uh sometimes it is winter here but i'd never seen anything like this and and i got very lucky because i was out and about when this happened but you know i I mean there's this pile cars piled up on on the interstates and they had to close the highways oh just an awful mess I, i feel terrible for anyone who was affected by it but i was lucky because so I um, I went to the, uh, for those local to the area, you'll know the Circle K on Route 3A and hooks it. It's kind of part of my morning routine. I go there. Uh, I, I put some gas in the car if I need to. And I get my, uh, my first big blast of caffeine for the day. Ugh. So I, but going there, the roads were fine. I mean, they were wet, but no issues, you know, no ice, nothing, right? So then just in the time that I'm there, I put gas in the car. I go in, get my big blast of caffeine. I come back out. I don't take off right away because I had a call on my phone from Peter, Peter White of the morning show with Peter White. And uh, so he was calling me. I texted him about something and and he was calling me back. So he and I, I, it wasn't a long conversation. We just talked for a few minutes, but it was funny. While I was on the phone with him because he went out, you know, after his show, he usually goes outside for a few minutes, get some air. So, you know, he's, he's, he went outside to call me. So while I'm on the phone with him, I hear him say to somebody uh, something like, hey, are you all right? Uh, oh, slippery there, huh? I guess somebody must have slipped or started to slip in front of him walking by him. Um, so, and I, I remember kind of thinking, eh, it's not icy out. That's weird. But, uh, but yeah, so then, you know, but then that was it. And, you know, we got back to our conversation. And uh, so 
I wasn't there for very long. So in the time, just in the time that it took me to put gas in the car, get my caffeine, take that call from Peter, I get off the phone with Peter, I look over uh, at Route 3A, and I notice all of a sudden that uh, the, the traffic is very sparse. There's usually a lot of traffic through there. And then I realize the cars that are driving through there are going very slowly, and they've all got their hazard lights on. And for a second, I thought, is, is that a funeral procession? You know, because they've got their hazards yeah. on. And then, but then I'm like, but why, why are the cars so far apart? And why are they going that slow? That's weird. And then I was like, is it icy? So, so then I, uh, and how could it get that icy that fast? Right. So then I, you know, I, I start the car and there's a, you know, target is across the street in that, uh, that whole plaza with the big parking lot. There's, there's a target over there. There's a dollar store, there's Kohl's, there's Home Depot, everything on the other side. So. I drive going out of the parking lot at the gas station at the Circle K. No problem. There's an intersection there. There's a light. I stop at the red light. When it turns green, I go. No problem. I get across the street. I get into the the road that goes that brings you into the plaza parking lot. And all of a sudden, I lose traction completely. And I'm just sliding down that hill. And I have no control at all. I can't steer. I'm just sliding. If another car had been coming up toward me, I would have slid right into them. It would have been unavoidable. Finally, um, I was able to, I did get a little bit of traction because I was able to glide to a stop uh, almost at the bottom of the hill. And on the right, it was the second entrance into Target. So I was able to very carefully and slowly maneuver into the Target parking lot and safely into a parking space where I remained for the next about 90 minutes or so, just waiting for things to get better. So I just, but the timing of it was, was perfect for me. I, like I said, because I was out, but it happened while I was getting gas and then talking to Peter, but I've never in my life seen roads ice over that fast. I couldn't believe it. I just, just a few minutes earlier, I was standing there pumping gas and no ice at all, just wet roads. And then just like 10 minutes later, it's just iced over like I'd, like I'd never seen before. I'd never seen anything like that in my life. MUR went live as soon as that happened. And I was watching video that they were showing from one of the traffic cams because they couldn't go out there either. And you literally see the cars, just like you were talking, cars are going along fine. And then all of a sudden, they're just sliding everywhere. Yep. All of them are just sliding everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the tractor trailer drivers pulled over. There was a tractor trailer that rolled over at, at the toll booth yep. and hooks it. But at one point, 93 in both directions, 101, um, all of them were just closed. They had air, just closed. You couldn't move. Yeah. And it stayed like that for a good hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, yeah. But what they were saying was because it was a unique situation of where our ground was like 20 degrees. And then we got freezing rain mm. that it just, in, within 15 minutes, it was just a glass of ice everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Never seen it happen that quick. We have a call. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hey, DDG. Happy New Year. Oh. Easy G, Eric Agnan. How are you? Uh, hanging in there. The, uh, it's funny, I have an ice story. I was headed many years ago to the uh, Manchester Kmart. Boy, I missed that place. 
Oh. Hard to believe this thing. I've gone for 20 years. That's wow. sad. I closed that place back in 2002. It's but very sad. Kind of came was still doing well, but boy, they, they really gone down the toilet. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I don't know if you remember, there's a big hill. When you go down the down the hill to the, uh, visit the Kmart, yeah, and I slid all the way down the hill. Oh, really? That's not fun. Oh God, yeah. Oh wow. And there was another time too, and a bad uh, ice problem. The I was headed. I forgot where I was headed to work or something, and I, my whole car went went when uh, I was driving one way, and it slid all the way to the other side. I said, "The heck with this!" I went straight home. <laughs> so, well, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're saying it was one of the worst. One of the worst uh, uh, ice in uh, probably in, in New Hampshire. It, it, it hit, and there, and there was uh, a lot of cars and was accidents. Oh and, yeah, they had fifty calls to nine one one with accidents within the first hour or so. Yeah, from what I heard on uh, the reports, but all of the MUR reporters were all excited and like, I've never seen anything like this. None of us has ever. They literally kept repeating how no, none of the news reporters, none of the meteorologists had ever seen. This happened in New Hampshire. Yeah. Well, look at that. Look at that mess in Virginia, where people got yeah. stuck in their cars oh, for a yeah. whole day. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Awful. And now their governor's blaming them. What it's you your mean? own fault that well, you I got know, stuck the there. You guys were around. The people got stuck in Massachusetts, and some people died. Unfortunately, they uh, they died. When? When was that? On the on the highway. No. When? Because all the uh, blizzard. When? It was, it was really bad. Massachusetts. It was Are you talking about seventy eight? Are you talking about the blizzard of seventy eight? Seventy eight, yeah. Okay. We, they didn't have the technology now for knowing what was. Nobody knew that storm was coming. Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously. But anyways, uh, on the more happy note, I got some uh, Amanda McCarthy news. You do? Oh my God! Wait, yeah, Easy uh, G, are check you doing now? Uh, oh wait, and, wait, 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 wait! All the uh, all is, the iTunes. I think it's on maybe no. Apple. Is this She's an entertainment? Out with a new album, Easy. Uh, March sixteenth. Can't stop me. Is Easy this, G, I want to stop you. All new songs. Is this an entertainment report? Are you doing an entertainment report right now? No, this is an Amanda McCarthy news. Well, that's, uh, I mean, Isn't that's, that entertainment? that's uh, the main event of the entertainment report. Yeah. Well, this is a uh, very sliver of an entertainment report. Oh. But anyways, <laughs> it actually announced on, on, on the Facebook, if you're friends with her, that uh, tax day, April 15th, seems like a long time away, 2023. Is the official date of the uh, Manny McCarthy Tom's wedding? Tax day is never as far away as it seems, but uh, yes, congratulations. Well, she was going to get married this year, but I guess they had trouble finding a a a place where they have the reception and stuff. Uh huh. And a lot of people are getting married, I guess, in the near future. Because you know, a lot of times they were delayed because of you know all the of all the uh, problems with the health. Yes. Yes. So uh, that's the new day. I got and they're sticking with uh, Florida. It's going to be a destination wedding, I guess. Oh yes, Florida. Home I was hoping it would be around here, but home of no such luck. Ron I will DeSantis. not be headed to Florida. So. Yeah, no, I don't want to go to Florida. Yeah, anymore. I don't. I don't want to go to Florida. It's too many I don't, I, 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 You know, even if it wasn't a big mess, I, I can't. I can't fly with my bad ears. Huh? Did you get your booster shot, Garrett? Easy G. Uh, I think I'll be getting it on uh, Friday potentially because the uh, I get to see my physical, my get my physical, my yearly physical on Monday. Uh huh. And I'll be asking the doctor, you know, the doctor knows, and uh, see what the doctor says. Uh, uh-huh. Wow. Because they're having a uh, booster, uh, get your COVID shot booster. I mean, Peter White, um, yeah, Carol was announcing that this morning, that the uh, the Palace Theater, if anybody listening, right uh, here in Manchester, at 10 to 4, is a uh, booster and get your COVID shots. Yes. The Excellent. Bo- the booster blitz. Excellent. 
So if the doctor gives me to go, I'm going to head down there. I say, Can't beat the commute. <laughs> but check and see if you got to have an appointment. I think you got to have an appointment with it. I don't think they got walk-in. Yeah, they, they said it's just a, uh, a walk-in. There's no really? anything about appointments. You just walk in and say, stick me. <laughs> yep, first come, first Just serve. like that. Mm-hmm. And the important me. thing is I know where it is. I've been there a couple of million times yeah, over, awesome. the, over the years. Yeah, get your booster, Easy G. We want you to, you know. I miss you, Easy G. Oh, yeah, definitely. The doctor says it's a good idea, you know. Yes. I miss being ignored. I rely on the doctor's judgment, so that's that's the way I roll. Well, that's that's the way to go is rely on the doctor's judgment. I oh. don't rely on the, on Googling things. And I try <laughs> to stay away from that because Google uh, is not the uh, way to get your information about your health problems. You don't do your own research, uh, quote, unquote? They always say it's a bad idea because the uh, <laughs> don't Google you miss is not that. the way to go. <laughs> of course. Don't you we miss all? it, Maddie, don't you? Don't we all? I yes. do. Too. I do. Yeah. Are you going to ever come back in and see oh, yeah, us? The, uh, the, how's, your, um, how's your mother doing there, Matt? Oh, my. Ah, my mother. Uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, she has cancer? Uh, lung cancer, yes. I have not been. Yeah. Uh, I have not received an update on that. Uh that kind of got uh, a little bit displaced uh, be- by my dad with his uh, issue. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, both my parents have uh, health problems. Isn't that uh, a lot of fun? Yeah, I've been praying for them. So that's a, Thank that's you. A, uh, thing. Uh, m- many prayers for, uh, for your parents, yes. Yes. Kind of a, a one-two punch, unfortunately. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But- my folks are dealing with their, their own health problems. Uh-huh. Not, probably not as serious as... Uh, your your folks are dealing with it. health problems are health problems and they're they're getting up there in age so. that's right so i pray for them all the time too but on a uh, speaking about the cancer thing i got my uh my page up today i was surprised i was able to do it all by myself but i got my uh, uh real life for life um page ready to ready to rock and roll on the facebook so i saw that congratulations on getting that up on your own yeah well, i think it's because i had it last year uh, well, I know. I just, I, I just, I was watching the Relay for Life kickoff thing for the nationwide thing. I watch it worldwide now, and uh, I just happened to press a couple buttons, and it's not as fancy as it was last year when Laura Gilman helped me out, the animal lady. But hey, it's uh, it will suffice. Why didn't she help you this year? Well, right now I'm setting a goal of a thousand. So. Why? Why didn't I know she... last year I was able to throw a lot of the uh, funny <laughs> nice money that the government gave us for. Uh, for the uh you missed yeah. him. I can all tell that, uh, stimulus money, but then uh, that's not happening this year, so right. No more stimulus money. No stimulus for you. But I have a couple I have a couple ideas of uh asking some uh, new people, so we'll see, we'll see we'll see what happens. Good, good. And uh we'll go from there. You know what you should do is uh you should give uh Kyle Heavey a call during his show and hopefully, ask him. Hopefully comes June fourth we'll be able to have some kind of a uh realistic uh relay, so we'll see what happens. Yes. June's a long way away. It is. So uh, we'll see what happens. And that, that's my news for the day. And once again, Happy New Year. All right. Happy, New, happy New Year, Eric. Bye-bye. All right. That's our old uh, entertainment reporter, Easy G. Wow. Blast from the past. Yes, yes. Well, we are past He's the top mixing of the hour. it up. That's right. Let's uh, let's play this uh, track. I want to uh, make sure we get this in. Air Between Us, great song by Dank Sinatra, our friends Alfredo and Axel. And then we will show some love to our amazing sponsors. And then we will be back uh, with our number two of Matt Connerton Unleashed. I do want to get to the chat room. A lot of great comments in there. But uh, plenty more to come, so don't go away.
Welcome back, everybody. We are well in hour number two, Numero Dose of Matt Connerton Unleashed, and we are live from the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in glorious downtown Manchester, New Hampshire, also on Comcast 97 if you're in Manchester. Uh, of course, uh, hello to all of our online listeners from across the nation and around the globe. And you can go to my website, mattconnerton.com, for all of your live streaming options, social media links, contact info, show archives, etc., etc. Today is Wednesday, January 5, 2022. Jenny is here as well at the news desk. I am. Yes. Hey, shout out to Philip Blackman. Sent me a nice message when we were on break. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Of the Philip D. Blackman show. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's, yes. A, he's a great guy. He is. We have a call. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? You're so handsome. You're such a sexy guy. Thank you. What do you think of that? Oh. Sure. Huh? You know who it is? No. Oh. It's JoJo. It's your worst nightmare of New Hampshire. Goodbye. Well, Joe, let me just see something here. So, Joe, we've been uh, talking about this. Wait, hold on a second, Matt. Uh, What was that? I'm sorry. Yeah, we've been talking about this, uh, you know, for 2022, and uh, we've kind of arrived at the conclusion that because of your your content, shall we say, with your videos, there's a lot of um, anti-Semitism and so forth. So we're we're not sure that uh, this is going to work for us anymore. Oh, really? When did I say something uh, anti-Semitic on my videos? Uh, in uh, in many of your videos, uh, you've you've said anti-Semitic things about Jenny and uh, and in general. So well, no, uh, I don't say anything uh, except the reality of the situation. But it's not anti-Semitic because you're comparing me to Hitler, and I'm not Hitler. I just have an opinion on things, and I have the right to my. Uh, Opinions, just like you have the right to. Uh, You're a disgusting you know, credence. If you like. You're a disgrace to the human race. You're a disgusting oh, credence. Oh God! Today's Monday. I thought today wasn't Monday. Honey, I can come here anyway. I any day I please. Oh, you man, on the other I hand, go. I don't not so much. Good. All right. Please never call again. Just not wanting to hear you. I have no place in my. I have no room in my brain anymore for 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 racist pieces of garbage yeah I, I just don't i thought we might have had a chance at trying to break through some of this garbage and this is something society is going through right now and i think it's him he's beyond measure yeah but when we were talking about stuff earlier it reminded me about some of the conversations you and i have had about things that we, we've grew up with sayings we grew up with things we grew up with yeah. that really are racist but we didn't realize it when yeah. we were younger yeah. it was you know you called summer quote unquote indian summer if it got really warm in the late september area yeah you know and that's not okay yeah or other words that were in our lexicon that are just not okay and that kind of goes back to what i was saying earlier about our world is so much wider and bigger now mm-hmm. younger generations are connected everywhere we're connected everywhere this is not the world that we grew up in yeah it's better than that or it can be better than that i'm just gonna Get rid of the bigotry and the hate and jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know, it's it's unfortunate uh, with uh, that uh, particular individual that you know. It's a lost cause. There's I give a up. lot of there's a lot of yeah. I th- I think we've all just kind of uh, you know, 
We thought we could get through to him, but you can't. You can't break through that kind of hate and that kind of disgusted thinking. No. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Well, I'll tell you who this is. This is somebody from the South who don't appreciate Jenny's words about the South. Oh, really? Now that you, Philip? <laughs> no, nah, that, that hey, that's horseshit. Hey, this is oh, Philip Blackman, man. I, I just want to call you. and give Jenny a hard time for talking noise about the South. I feel like mm-hmm. I earned the right after living there for three years. I was accused of witchcraft when I was lighting Hanukkah candles. I was threatened I can to see be that. Yeah, that actually happened to me. That really, really happened. I was lighting Hanukkah candles. My first season in Kentucky yeah. and it was all of a sudden there was this huge uproar. What all's going on in my house? That's a witchcraft going on in my house. I'll tell you what, I'll take you out and give you a, get that out my house. It's like, it's just Hanukkah candles, man. <laughs> Jesus's mother did this. <laughs> no, hey, so the, the reason why I called, I, I was just going to leave it alone and just mess with Jenny through private messenger. Know, but I hey, know. look, that waterhead that keeps calling your show, you know, getting all ugly and talking crap. Yes. Um, look, he, he he's a turd. I didn't believe in abortion until I heard his first call with you guys. Wow. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> he, he's a horrible human being. Yeah. There and I mean that in a good Christian fix. way. Yes. Well, bless your heart. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. See, yeah. not all of us from the South are retarded. No. A no. lot of us have the ability to put together words. And Absolutely. Look, you guys are doing an amazing show. I, I don't agree with all your content, but I appreciate what you do. Absolutely. The only thing that I know what you didn't like, and, I, and I'd love to hear your opinion. What? How did you feel seeing the rebel flag, the Southern flag, being shoved into the Capitol and put above the American flag. Like, how did that make you feel as somebody that that connects to that symbol? Well, well I'll tell you what. First off, um, ma'am, I think you're making an assumption that you probably shouldn't. Um, the reason why is because from the South don't necessarily mean that I give a rat's behind about the rebel flag. I think it's you're a, right. I, truly, I think it's I think it's it's not even worth the toilet paper. Uh, that one may use if they were to, to, to do so. I'm a combat veteran. Um, I love my country. I don't believe any flag should fly above mine. And the fact that it did make an appearance in the state capitol, I think it's atrocious. I think, you know, the events of January 6th was atrocious. Thank um, you for that, but, but I apologize. No, no, I, I, the, no, the, I apologize. The notion right. of, you know, being from the South, caring about the flag, that, yeah. that's, that, that is that's an unfair stereotype, ma'am. No, you know what? You're 100% right, and I do apologize. I shouldn't lump everybody into my own personal situation. I, I was in the little like redneck woods, big time, big time. <laughs> like a lot of people still had house houses there. It would, you know, these people are the salt of the earth, but some of, some of the stuff they were raised with is, is hard. And I lumped you in and I shouldn't have done that. And I apologize because oh, it's not the right thing no, to do. Ma'am. Man, I, look, I'm, I'm not a liberal. I don't, I, I don't get offended very easily. Um, I love the jokes. I love the comedy. Um, and, and look, I, I'm not. This ain't got nothing to do with being upset about anything. It's just, I'm, I'm just, I'm just poking fun. I love it. Um, I love it. No, no, no. But, but, I, but, but yeah, nope. I own my but stuff. Going back, <laughs> I, I wanted to ask you guys something because, and, and this was like so 15 minutes ago. Um, y'all were talking about um, President Biden and and former. Uh, President Trump, um, mm-hmm. I, I got to tell you, look, I, 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 the hate that Donald Trump gets um, why, and, and with Biden being the president, I truly believe that a lot of people voted for Joe Biden because it wasn't Trump for the same reason a lot of us voted for Donald Trump because it wasn't Hillary. 
Sure. Right. Yes. I think it's, Absolutely. you know, you have to decide, do you want to be hanged or do you want to be shot? <laughs> no, I agree with you. Absolutely. Yeah. there. Yeah, but, I, but I'd like to ask you I guys, I, I'd like to ask you guys, and, and, and I mean this in all sincerity. Look, um, I, I, I've talked to Matt and y'all seem like y'all are kind of central left. Um, I feel like I'm central right. Um, so here's the question, right? So this whole, because the, the, the big news right now is the um, the unbelievable explosion of the Omicron virus. A lot of people getting COVID. Uh, well, I think we just had what a million test positive in a day. Yeah. If I'm, I might be wrong. No, that's correct. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. Unfortunately. But when when um, when it was former Vice President Joe Biden on the debate stage, and I, and I just I want your your honest opinion. Uh, Former vice at the time, former vice president Joe Biden, then former vice president Joe Biden said that any president who is in charge of I think he's I think at the number was 270,000 American dead shouldn't be president. So I'm wondering now that we've eclipsed that number, do you feel the same? I mean, do you feel that uh, President Biden um, do you feel like President Biden is actually doing uh, a good enough job for the covid response? Because I. I got to tell you guys, I'm just I'm, I'm not seeing it and I'm, I'm not I'm not affiliated to any political party. Um, oh. I, I'm an American. I vote for the best person for the job. Um, but I, I just I wonder that, you know, what is y'all's take on um, President Biden's handling of covid with, with because by his standards, he shouldn't be president. What do you think? Here's here's what I would say. So I overall. I was very happy with um, the president uh, in terms of the rollout. And by the way, I give Trump uh, credit, too, for uh, Operation uh, uh, Warp Speed, although there's a lot of uh, problems I have with Trump around COVID as well. Um, But in terms of President Biden, so I give him credit for I thought the vaccine rollout went phenomenal. And I really the thing that I was looking for with Biden. um, And by the way, Jenny and I are both independents as well. I don't know if I don't know if you knew that, but. Um, but the thing that I, I, not, sir. but the thing that I was really uh, looking for with Biden was consistent messaging, because I felt like um, Biden's message during the campaign was, you know, look, we're going to take COVID seriously and deal with it. Whereas I felt Trump's message was more like, look, we're going to take COVID seriously and deal with it, unless you don't feel like it. In which case, I ah, don't worry about it. Um, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm being hyperbolic, but I wanted consistent messaging. So to a large degree. I, I have gotten what I wanted out of Biden in that regard. However, uh, we have gotten to a point now where I, I feel that the messaging coming out of the White House has uh, largely because of Om- Omicron. And I don't necessarily blame Biden for this, but I think, there's a, I think there's a lot of ways that this White House is dropping the ball on messaging and many issues. Um, but, the, but it's all gotten very, very confusing in terms of what the guidelines are and who should test and when you should test and, yes, you know, when should you go back to work. And um, it's become quite a mess. And that is an area where I would like to see uh, President Biden kind of step in and, and maybe say, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's such a terrible situation. But overall, I'm pleased with his handling of covid um, I don't think anyone saw Omicron coming, um, but no, I'm I'm much more frustrated with you know the anti-vaxxers and everybody than I am with uh, now, the, the president. I but- agree. I disagree with you. I disagree with you. My opinion's different. The just because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Cause it's morning. 
and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. Um, I think that when, when Biden first came into office, he did do some of the right things. Just like at the beginning, let me back up actually. At the beginning of all of this, when Trump was our president, and, and he, the, he came out and was, you know, the two weeks just to slow the curve and all of that. I was all on board. I loved everything he was doing. I loved everything he was saying. Um, the push for the vaccinations, Operation Warp Spreed. And then all of a sudden he drops the ball and goes, yeah, it'll just disappear. We don't got to worry about this anymore. And the next thing I know, Republicans, by the way, I used to be a state rep and I was a Republican at the time. Um, the the. The Republicans are all of a sudden, oh, it wasn't tested enough. It, it's it's come out too fast. But it was Trump's vaccine, and he did everything right, and you guys are like poo-pooing it. Then we get Biden in here. And in the beginning, I thought he was doing a pretty good job. But now he's decided to muddy his waters, trying to get all his little pet projects going through. He's lost sight of the ball. Yes. I do not like the way things are going. I hate the fact that FDA and CDC and this one and that one are all saying something different. Nobody knows what to follow. Is it five days I stay home and then Amen. five days I wear a mask or is it 10 days I stay home? And, set, you know, it, it's gotten the message is confusing. We're not taking the precautions we should as a society right now. The numbers are insane. We're losing babies. Yes. We're losing kiddos. And we need to yes, We as the adults ought to be all on top of taking care of this and protecting our kiddos, but we're not. Now they're dying. We lost a child not long ago here in our state to COVID. And and maybe if we had all protected everybody else by getting, by following the rules and and taking it seriously and not making it a joke. I mean, when when somebody from the right comes out and calls a mask a face diaper, that's not (laughs) helping in science. That's not working for science. Miss Jenny, I- I'm sorry to cut you off. Uh, I'm not going to even want to act like it was in- it was unintentional because it was. It was intentional, like, ma'am. You know, so I call it a face diaper um, because <laughs> it does several things to me. One, it stops the funky-ass breath coming out in my face. And two, it tries to help muffle some of the BS as well. Uh, that's why I call it a face diaper. It's kind of a tongue-in-cheek. Uh, yeah. So I-, I listened to your show um, yesterday. Uh, you were you were talking about the anti-vaxxers. That's kind of like y'all saying y'all really go after these anti-vaxxers. And, yes. And, and, and right so. But I'll go ahead and tell you, I don't have a vaccine. And the reason why I don't have a vaccine is because I've had a conversation with my doctor. It's my, you know, and we based off health and other mitigating reasons, we don't, we, it's not a good time for the Blackman family to get the vaccine. And that's, and that's okay. Sure. But the issue that I have is, you know, and, and you, you kind of hit it, uh, Miss Jenny, right there at the, at the opening of your, of your statement, the messaging, and I, and I said it in the in the in the face in the uh, Facebook feed, you know that can anyone acknowledge that the reason why there may be some vaccine hesitancy is because the messaging has just been piss poor from from jump. And I'm talking about all the way back from when Donald Trump came in to to where we are today. Mm-hmm. The messaging messaging has been garbage, but yet. Um, if man, Donald- we have all these politicians, we have all these people going out there and they're calling for saying people don't, you know, so much for universal health care. Right. You know, everybody deserves health care is a right. But yet these these people are saying, well, if you don't have a vaccine, you don't deserve health care. 
No, no, I mean, you know what? No, uh, uh-uh, no, no, you're not going to compare well, that. No, ma'am, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that you guys have said that. I'm not making that accusation, ma'am. Not at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, what I'm saying is that's kind of been the, no. been the, you know, you hear from these from these talking heads in the drive-by media. You know, yep. People people should be shot. They don't deserve freedom. They don't deserve. Uh, Health care. If you if you go to the hospital because you don't have a, and you're unvaccinated, you should be turned away. I, and, and I think it all centrally goes back. And and for me, uh, what one of the first things that started for me was the messaging. You know, do we do it? Do we not? What are the side effects? I mean, they've been really let, all over the place. Let so me ask you a question. Like me very hesitant. Let, let me ask you a question. There's no yes, there's no joke. No. Now, one thing I will say is that I I respect you and thank you for your service. But I will take my 20 years of working in medicine for where I get my opinions on what's good about a mask or bad about a mask and what type does matter. Yes, ma'am. Okay, I'll say that. But yes, ma'am. I, I kind of forgot where I was going with that, Maddie. My well, brain just, if my I brain can, just if shut I, down. If I can piggyback on what you were saying, though, about medicine, something that, uh, Philip, I, I would oh, that's I, I give give you credit for is, you know, I um, I um obviously I'm, I'm very frustrated, as you know, from listening to the show with anti-vaxxers, but anyone who says they had a conversation, if, if you had a conversation with your doctor about it and your doctor, for whatever mm-hmm. reasons, and it's none of our business, but if for whatever reasons your doctor feels that it's not for you and that it's not a good idea. I got no beef. My my complaint is all these anti-vaxxers who because have literally no real reason to not do it. Well, here's the thing. If you talk to a yeah. lot of these people, if you talk to them because and I've learned this from conversations I've had with anti-vaxxers and conversations I've witnessed with anti-vaxxers, they'll if you uh if you you get to the question of, well, what does your doctor say about it? And then their answer is, oh, I haven't asked my doctor about it. I'm just, I've been doing my own research, but I haven't asked my doctor. And it's like, and then I say to them, okay, well, is there anything else you refuse to ask your doctor about? Because it seems to me, you know, I think a lot of these people, they don't ask their doctor because they know what their doctor is going to to tell them. And it's not going to be what they want to hear because it's going to somehow conflict with their political ideology. Now, let let me pick up piggyback on you now. Where I run into, Uh-oh. where I'm having a problem right now is that because of the unvaccinated who have simply chosen, not for a good medical reason, not because of science, but because of idiocy, which is unfortunately a large group of people who are now in our hospitals. Here in my state, our hospitals are, are, are so full. We've got National Guard helping out. We have people who are going without procedures, without treatment, and are getting sicker because they can't get access to medical care because there's too many of these people in the hospital on ventilators and taking up so much room. We have hospitals that have new intensive care units that were made out of areas in their hospital because they had no choice. Now you you have people who have been, you have hospitals that have put on diversion and the rescue squad that's coming in with a heart attack patient now gets diverted from the closest possible hospital to another hospital. And every minute that goes by, that's heart muscle death. That's never going to come back for that person. That's life changing events going on for that person because they had to divert because the hospital's too full because of these people who are unvaccinated and are now overfilling our hospitals. That matters. That matters. I have coworkers who are on TV talking about what they're dealing with and we've got morons out there the anti-vax crew saying that those medical workers are lying that they're part of it that they're doing some big secret it's disgusting 
Yeah, they're in on a conspiracy. Yeah, I think the hardest part, the the, the biggest struggle with all this, and and for for me, you know, the frustration, you know, I, I've never been in the healthcare field. Um, I mean, I, I can band-aid. Um, but one of the things that I've noticed when you're with, especially with a lot of these vaccinated or the uh, the anti-vaxxers or the people who are calling for vaccines, you know, I, I really believe, and and look, I, I think I don't think we would have the whole anti-vax movement if we had had more clear and concise messaging. Because if you remember when Donald Trump right there close when he when he was getting ready to run and I hate I look I hate talking about Donald Trump because he's so last year, right? So <laughs> last administration. Yeah. Um, well, we have but to. Donald Trump, you know, when when Operation Warp Speed come out and these vaccines started being, getting prepared to be rolled out, the big conversation in the Democratic Party to to include uh Miss Kamala Harris was I'm not going to take a Trump vaccine. And uh, Andrew Cuomo said a lot of a lot of the folks on the left, the Democratic Party was I'm not going to take a Trump vaccine. Fair. And, 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 Fair. And, and, yep. and now because Biden won their candidate won, they have a change of heart. And that to me is what's absolutely frustrating. I believe the vaccine hesitancy. Is oh, my God. Yes. Piss poor messaging. Absolutely. And then you see the exact same thing on the opposite side of the spectrum. People that were absolutely yes. supporters of Donald Trump. But now they won't take the Biden vaccine. But. It was the yes. Trump vaccine that was discovered by Trump. And then you hear people like, well, it hasn't been given to enough people. I guarantee you there's some pharmaceuticals out there you guys are taking that have not been given to as many people as these vaccine. Well, Donald Trump got booed off the damn stage when he told his followers to uh, to take the vaccine. So, you know, look, yep. it's the cult of personality. I call them all branch covidians. But he did this. Um, but he but guys, did this. my phone's about to die. I don't want to take over your show. But thank you so much for taking my call and for, uh, for entertaining my questions. Absolutely, Philip. Thank you so much for the call, my friend. We appreciate it. Great combo. Y'all have a great show. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. That was uh, Philip D. Blackman from the Philip D. Blackman Show. Yeah, he's a really great guy. Yes, absolutely. And it's uh, kind of cool to hear someone with a uh, Southern accent because <laughs> we, we, we just don't get to experience that That's much. That's true. It's been a long time for me. <laughs> uh, let's see. We have another call. Hi. Welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hi, Matt. Jenny. I just, um, in, in regards to the conversation that was just taking place, Catholic Medical Center, um, I was reading about them in the newspaper, seven to one ratio of people in intensive care that are are not vaccinated to those that are yeah. vaccinated. Oh yeah, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Um, yeah. And and to boot, they're having a problem with nurse nursing shortages because um, right now the way it stands, nurses that um, that travel from hospital to hospital or, or, or I'm not sure how it's worded uh, get paid more than nurses that just stay with. You know, the one that's been with the same hospital for 10, 15 years. That's actually so guess, really, really normal. Shortage. No, that that's actually something that's very, very normal. They're called travelers and they help medical facilities all around the world. Um, they always have been paid theoret- uh, more money on the hour. However, they are not benefited the way that um, permanent employees are benefited. They're benefited through whatever agency they're working out of to whatever degree. Um, so the uh, yes, uh, so yes, there is a difference on their hourly, but there are other things they do not get. Um, but they're uh, saving grace to the medical industry when there are shortages in not just nurses, but there are radiology techs, there are doctors, there are all kinds of people that travel in the medical industry and go to where the shortages are. But we've been in a nursing shortage 
since prior to the pandemic. This this is That's not correct. something new, but now it is far worse. Well, you know, you say we were in a were prior to the pandemic, we were in a nursing shortage. Well, the United States have been prior to the pandemic have been stealing nurses from uh, third world countries. These are top rate nurses in their own world, and um, we're all going and we're offering them um, benefits, a better life. Uh, uh, access. I don't to know United that I call States. that I mean, stealing, you know, though. Citizenship. So these little third world countries that, you know, they're being robbed of their nurses. I wouldn't say that. I'd like to think that anybody wanting to come to America for a better life can. I say America first. Oh, wait, I shouldn't say that. Yes, somebody, you should. Somebody else I, 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 no, you're yeah, supposed sure. to say anybody that, right? Anybody that wants to come to better themselves, yes. But, you know, it's, so maybe for me to say robbed is the wrong word, but yeah. that's what's happening. Um, they don't have enough doctors or nurses oh, as yeah. it is. And these people that jump at ship. So that was my point. Matt and I actually watched a a broadcast where they were showing them burning vaccines because they had expired. They had plenty of vaccines, but they didn't have the people with the skills to administer them. So they expired before they were given. It was it was sickening to see. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's uh... I I read in the news today that um, this um, pandemic has cost, you know, I mean, it's. I don't know if it's you know they consider it a lot of money or not a lot of money compared to what it what would have happened if we didn't do anything. But eleven trillion dollars has been spent on this pandemic through yeah. through research of of uh, you know how to find a vaccine. I mean you know that's a lot of money, but you know if you didn't do anything, that's a, you know what can, what can you imagine? You know, but eleven oh. trillion dollars. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, if you, I mean, the, the cost of, of doing nothing to the economy would be, uh, you know, obviously there's the human cost, but then you've got the people who don't worry about the human cost who think that, well, if we didn't do anything, then, you know, the economy would have just kept chugging along, which is not true because the cost of doing nothing would have actually, I believe, been far worse. Uh, you know, you'd have, imagine how many millions of people we'd already have dead instead of the, uh, you know, the approaching million that we, uh, that we have now. So there was no getting around it. That's for sure. No, you had to, you had to, you had to fight the problem as quickly as you can. You couldn't, um, any, any delay would have just been, um, catastrophic for a lot of reasons. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. 100%. So, you know, if it means write a check, write a check. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes you got to do it. And uh, one last thing I did catch on the news earlier today, you know, talking about the roads and how icy they were. Yes. They showed a salt truck that had no traction. Oh, he yeah. He carried salt and he was heavy laden with weight and salt and uh, he had no traction. He couldn't, he was tired as was spinning. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Vehicles that normally don't get stuck were getting stuck. I've just, I, it just, again, the just the speed at which it happened where everything iced over it was like it was like somebody just flipped a switch and everything just turned to, turned to ice unreal unreal I think, I think that happened down in Georgia or something a couple of years ago and uh yeah might have yeah. it was down south I thought it was Georgia but um the same kind of thing and then you know for one they don't have road crews to be in with right that, right you know to deal with this and uh yeah it was um uh, Oh, yeah. Well, in the South, where they're not used to dealing with that kind of weather. Yeah. I mean, any anything like that, really. I remember, I think it was maybe seven, eight years ago in uh, 
Yeah, it was Georgia because it was, I remember it was Atlanta. They got snow. And it wasn't a huge storm, but it's Atlanta. They're not prepared for that. And I remember seeing on the news, people were abandoning their cars on the interstate. Yeah. They were stuck there for days. It, it was right. it was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. even, a, even a FedEx plane went off the runway at... Uh, I saw that right yeah. here. Yeah. Right here at Manchester Airport. Yep. Yep. Too much ice. Yeah. The plane yeah. was damaged, but nobody too else. Yeah. They had to tow the, uh, they had to tow the plane. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, yeah. That, I I was back and forth, and um, I kind of heard a little bit, but I missed it. Is your father doing all right or doing better? Um, I will know more this evening, but he did have uh, he did have surgery, and I don't know yet if he is off of the ventilator. Uh, hopefully so, but I'll I'll be getting an update on that right. this evening when I'm in uh, talking with uh, the folks at Mass General. So, we are they allowing see. you to visit? No, they're not accepting visitors. No, no they're not, huh? They, right. they, I mean, Massachusetts is so, I don't know who's more. Real, Massachusetts is worse than us. They're worse than us. Yeah. yeah they're just. Over, Mass General actually has National Guard in it. Yeah. Yeah. That's how overrun they are with COVID. It's. Uh, Their yeah. numbers are, are huge. Yeah. Huge. All right. Yeah, well, I'll keep my ears open. I won't ask anymore. And uh, <laughs> thoughts and prayers. Hugs uh, and kisses to uh, everybody involved. You know? All right, Ron. Thank you so much, my friend. I appreciate it very much. I want to address something. All right, man. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Take care, guys. You You too. too. I want to address something because I don't want to leave it hanging out there because it's kind of bugging me. When we're talking about access to health care and health care rights, in no way, shape, or form am I trying to suggest that an unvaccinated individual should be denied medical care. Right. I don't believe in denying medical care to anyone. I believe everyone should be able to gain access to medical care. I am somebody who struggles to access, and if I can't, gain access. It's all on me. Just because it's there doesn't mean anybody's going to give it to you. But here's the thing. When you talk about medical care, people have cancers from eating crappy food and putting poisons into their bodies. People get overweight and develop type 2 diabetes and lose a leg. People um, eat bacon every day and, and, and have, you know, throw clots and get strokes or whatever happens. And we take care of them. Healthcare providers take care of them. Healthcare providers in this country take care of people every day who are in the hospital because something in their body went wrong from something they did in their life that went wrong. And that doesn't change how a medical care provider takes care of people. What's happening right now, though, is difficult because we are putting so much pressure on our hospitals which is why people are begging people to get vaccinated and to try and stay healthy and wash your hands, wear a mask, do all the things to help you keep disease down for this winter to take the pressure off of our hospitals so we can handle the workload. We have situations where the workload is so high. If you've got one bed opening up and you've got eight vented patients waiting for it, which one do you pick? Right. Which one has the more likely level of surviving? What are the doctors weighing at this point? Who has a higher survival rate? Maybe age has a factor. I don't know. I don't know. God, I can't even imagine being in that, having to make that decision. But that is what's going on. If people took more responsibility and took the pressure off of our hospitals, we could help our healthcare system survive. We can can help our medical providers survive. There are people who have left the business because they can't handle the stress anymore. It's too much. It's a it's the never-ending mass casualty. There's no mm-hmm. such thing as an easy night anymore. There's yeah. no such thing as a, a unit that's only half full. It's not happening. Yeah. It's just not happening. And we're we're killing our people. 
And that's what we need to take more care of. I, I, I 100% agree with Philip in that it's not okay to wish somebody death. Right. Right? And I don't ever believe that we should say, no, nah, forget it. We're not going to care for you because no healthcare provider can do that. It's not in their repertoire. It's not in their, it's just not how they're, they're wired. They're wired to save lives. What's happening now is they're having to put too many people in body bags. You're killing them. Their hearts are breaking. Their minds are breaking. We need to, as a society, mat care. Well, I think too. Sometimes when people express those sentiments, they not, not everyone who says who says things like that necessarily literally mean them. But a lot of things get said out of uh, frustration and uh, well earned frustration at the uh, current situation, which could have been avoided. A product of this pandemic, though, has been that more irritability, more anger, oh, yeah. more discourse, more people climbing into bottles and just getting drunk all the time. I mean. We as we need to start looking a little bit more out for each other and ourselves, our own mental well-being. This is not normal for people to be so segregated from one another. And it has had negative effects. And we should be paying attention to it and trying to help each other out through it. Yeah. Uh, wow, we're almost out of time. Wow. Really? I know. By the way, I've received a series of text messages. <laughs> from my favorite fan? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't like what this favorite fan has to say about not just my community, but people who are of color, people who are of other descent, um, women in general, all women everywhere in general who believe they have a right to choose how their life goes and don't need, no offense there, Maddie, don't need a man to tell them how to live their lives. Right. Or tell them how to do, or tell them how to behave, or put them in line. You better get in line. We yeah, have, we don't do that here anymore. We or a, we never did that, actually. We have a call. This will uh, probably be our last one of the show today. Hi, welcome to Matt Connors and Unleashed. Who's this? Hi, Matt. Hi, Jenny. This is Karen, and I'll make this real quick. Sure. I just wanted to add something to what Jenny just said about, you know, people getting sick because they've eaten, you know, the bad things, they've gotten diabetes and put on weight and stuff. And that is like, what everybody says, well, you're going to not treat somebody who, you know, ate sugar all their life and got diabetes. What people have to understand is, yes, they made mistakes. They got ill. They got diseases or whatever. But they're not going to give it to anybody else. Exactly. True. I get you know? that. I get that. I hear your frustration. But to say that we would deny access, deny care. Oh. Yeah, no, I'm not saying deny it. it. It just bugs me when people say, you know, well, then if we won't treat them, we shouldn't treat somebody that well, ate sugar all their Karen, life and has diabetes. Well, you Karen, can't compare that. Yes, you can, Karen, because you got to understand and look at it from a medical provider standpoint, which is exactly what I said. Medical providers take care of people every day who are in the situation they're in because of however they live their lives. When you have medical people telling medical providers and medical providers themselves starting to go, I don't want to take care of them. Why should I bother? Why should I come? We have to remind ourselves of why we do our jobs and what we do. And I've heard people that are my former bosses saying things very much similar to this, that let's not lose sight of the fact that every day in our jobs, in what we do, we take care of people no matter how they came to us or how they got here, we take care of them. And, and that's it. There's no question. There's no if, and, or but. It's medical care for all yep and i agree that's that's what i'm saying it's just it frustrates me when people try to compare the two yeah. you know i'm not saying don't treat people that are unvaccinated right. but um don't compare them to somebody who made mistakes through their lives or you can even get cancer without making a mistake through your life don't we, tell me that you know it's 
it's the same thing because it isn't. You made a choice and you've gotten sick and I'm saying I'm going to have you. to respectfully disagree with you because I don't believe that you're correct on that. Mm. I, I just simply don't. It, you know, um, if you are in the hospital with COVID, you probably didn't intend for that to happen either. If you end up with a stroke, you didn't intend it, you may not have even done anything wrong for it to happen, but it happened. Medical care will be there for you no matter what. To, and it is a comparison that is valid because it's what medicine does every single day is take care of people on their worst day, whether it was their own fault or not their own fault, doesn't matter. Right. And, and I'm not saying don't treat them. I'm just saying that it, you know. I know you don't like the comparison, but the comparison is right. accurate. The comparison is accurate. Are you in the hospital to get medical care? Yes. Did you do something to cause it? Maybe. Yes. But that doesn't change it. it it's, it is a valid comparison. People take, medical care providers take care of people every day that the reason they're in there is their own doing. But that doesn't change the way that they do their, their care or their treatment. And it's not going to be looked at differently so much with COVID either, at least not in my book. Okay. I, I guess I'm saying it wrong because I, I do agree with you. I was going to say, I'm, I guess it I'm is, not, I, I'm I not guess sure you're... She doesn't like the comparison. comparison. You don't like the comparison of somebody who um, develops type 2 diabetes because they've become obese, for example. I don't think you're disagreeing. I, she doesn't like me comparing comparing that because of the fact that you can give COVID to somebody else. It's different. It's not. It's not different. People die from the flu that got passed around. People get pneumonia. I, I worked in a nursing home once where every one of us got the flu and our patients got pneumonia and we lost a bunch. And it was a horrible situation, but there was nothing that we could do. Now, maybe some person brought it into our facility because they weren't taking care of themselves right. What I'm saying is it is a valid comparison. We do take medical care providers, take care of people every day who are in the hospitals through their own fault. And that doesn't change the way they take care of them. And if we look at COVID people differently and we say because, of, because they can pass it to somebody else, we should treat them differently or we shouldn't give them the same care. I don't think she's suggesting what, that, though. Well, then what does it mean to not have that comparison? Because that's what it is. I guess I'm confused I, now. Huh. I'm confused <laughs> now, but I love you, Karen. <laughs> well, thank you. And, and I am agreeing with you. I think they should get the care. And I guess maybe I am saying the comparison because I'm not saying if you go in the hospital and, you know, you have COVID and, and you had a heart attack that, you know, I shouldn't treat the one with COVID. I guess it's more of don't tell me that they're not responsible for something that could have been avoided. And I know everything can be avoided. Not everything, most things. And I'm not saying don't care for them, but I think the comparison saying, I guess maybe it's not the comparison, I guess putting the strain on the healthcare providers yeah. was something that if you got vaccinated and at least if you ended up in the hospital, didn't put so much strain on them, shouldn't be compared to somebody who, you know, is ill in a different way. Right. I guess I'm not saying it right. I know. I, 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 think, I think I get what you're I saying. I think I get it. I think yeah. I get what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think. And you, that's really what we're all asking. No, I think what you're trying to say is that you just wish that the unvaccinated would take responsibility and take the pressure off of our healthcare system. And I agree with you hundred percent with that. Absolutely. Cause that is avoidable. And that is something we can do something about if people would just yes. follow the science people science. 
<laughs> I, I just wanted, I guess it went a roundabout way, Jenny, but I just was trying to say I agree with you. Okay, very good, very good. Yeah, I I, I felt like you were kind of talking past each other, but that, that that's all right. Just a little uh, miscommunication. But uh, very good, Karen. Yep. Uh, thank you so much for and the call. Fin- yep, and we finally got there. So you guys have a great night. <laughs> there you go. All right, Karen. Take care. Thank you. I can be a brat sometimes. <laughs> bye bye. I can be a big All brat right. sometimes. All right. Well, uh, boy, we're already out of show today. I bratted us to the end of the show. Well, today went by very, very quickly. Uh, thank you to everyone who called. Thank you to everybody in the chat room. Sorry we didn't get to the a lot of great chat room comments. We couldn't uh, get to those today, but uh, it was very a busy. very busy show, which is actually a wonderful problem to have. But I do appreciate all of you in the chat. And uh, on that note, of course, if you miss any part of today's show, it will be up in just a little bit at WMNHradio.org and, of course, at my website, MattConnerton.com. And uh, that's it for us for now. I will talk to you all a little bit later. Thanks, Jenny. And thank all of you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels.